0: Welcome to the Smichael Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smichael, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. This podcast is all about habits of excellence, excellence for individual leaders and their organizations. This is a never-ending transformational process that's not to be confused with perfectionism. Excellence is a realistic, attainable goal. Perfection, not so much. This transformational process is about building skills and competencies at the individual level, and it's about building systems and services at the organizational level. In both cases, individual and organizational pursuits of excellence, there's an undeniable commitment to delivering results. In both cases, there's consistent activity that's aimed at, well, it's aimed at excellence. And I guess I need to clearly define excellence before I go any further. I mentioned the fact that it's not perfection, but I never gave you a working definition. So one working definition A dictionary definition says it's the quality of being outstanding or very good. Another one says that it's being good at a good thing. And that one I challenge because you can be good at a bad thing and still have attained excellence. So anyway, I'm getting off track. I think that excellence for both individuals and organizations is all about striving to do the best that you can and to be the best that you can. That means you know yourself, you know your organization, you work hard to find and fulfill the potential. Now, there's something to remember here. Your best looks different from my best. The competition for excellence is all internal. Yep, businesses have competitors, but the search for excellence starts internally, not externally. In the context of individuals and organizations, excellence is all about seeking to do well, committing to make steady strides, and a real dedication to making a positive difference. I really believe that excellence can be hardwired into individuals and it can be hardwired in organizations. That hardwiring starts with the commitment. And it has to be a commitment in thought, word, and deed. You can't just think about it. You can't just talk about it. You have to be about it, actually doing the work to produce excellent resor- results. Now, this isn't to say you'll never miss the mark. Of course, you're going to miss the mark. The point is that there's there is a mark. There are clear targets. Uh, the pursuit of those targets has to be unwavering. When you think about yourself in your leadership role, think about the targets. If you're engaged in activities that have no particular target or goal, it's unlikely that you'll reach any level of excellence. It's unlikely that you'll be fully engaged. It's unlikely that you'll inspire others. So the question I ask myself is this, if I don't really care enough to put a lot of effort into it, why am I doing it? You may want to ask yourself that question to determine whether you're using your life's energy on things that matter enough to inspire you. While commitment is laudable, it's important to develop leaders at all levels. An organization can't just be committed. It has to be on the development track. If you listen to my podcast, you know that this is a recurrent theme I'm a big believer in human development, particularly in leadership development. This means investing in growth through training, education, mentoring, coaching, uh, stretch assignments. It means you don't leave talent untapped and people undeveloped. It also means that when you recruit, you bring in people with a growth mindset. When organizations take the time to invest in their people, their people support the organization. You know, just think about it. If somebody makes an investment in you, aren't you more likely to invest in them, to support them, to want to be engaged with them? Well, it's the same with people at work. The relationships are reciprocal. Measurement and accountability. Those two things are critical components of the excellence equation. Measurement and accountability. Not only do we measure individual progress through ongoing evaluations and coaching, We also measure organizational progress. I'm not just talking about revenue. I'm talking about measuring the elements of culture. I'm talking about assessing the climate, the employee experience, considering retention trends. You know, pay attention to the departments that are keeping great people. Find out what are those leaders doing and, and figure out how to replicate or modify those strategies in other business units. Now, I said measurement and accountability, so I want to address the accountability part. When we're talking about accountability and excellence, we're talking about the assurance that the individual leaders, the business units, and the entire enterprise will be evaluated on performance. Behavior, attitude, and mission alignment are all part of performance. When organizations are dogged in their pursuit of excellence, they're intolerant of behavior that's out of alignment with their mission and values. These organizations, their leaders, they understand what gets rewarded gets repeated. They hold people accountable. They reward people for modeling excellence in the results that they get and in how they get things done. Same applies to individual leaders They hold staff accountable for what they produce and how they get to the goal. I think, personally, accountability is about responsibility and oversight. Embedded in all this attention to measurement and accountability is clear, consistent, continual conversation about progress, about mission, about values, and other elements that are important to you and your organization. Messaging. Messaging is so important. I had a conversation uh, a couple weeks ago with a very well-meaning CEO. <sighs> she had not been messaging about the progress or the lack of progress her company's been having with recruitment and retention. They're in long-term care, and these are big challenges in that industry. Well, they're getting to be big challenges everywhere. She was trying to give a progress report that was meant to inspire her staff, but it was interpreted as negative messaging, telling the staff how they'd fallen short. And this happened for a few reasons. Now, remember, she was well-meaning, but the reasons this happened were, first, she hadn't been communicating successes. So her messages were seen as more bad news. Here she comes, more bad news. Here she comes, another negative story. That's what people saw when when she was coming. Um, She hadn't really thought, through how she wanted to create encouraging dialogue about staffing. You know, the third thing is she didn't make the clear connection between staffing goals and the organization's mission to provide stellar care for seniors. So those three things were lacking. And that communication piece, that messaging piece, is so important, redirecting the focus to excellence means consistent communication about the wins and the losses conversations about best practices and about best people it's all about inviting questions from all over the enterprise it's about being willing to grapple with the ways to get even better this is being candid and forthright about mistakes and and using them for learning when Individual leaders can be humble and admit their own mistakes and what they learn from them. They start to model what's needed for an organization to demonstrate humility. And this creates a culture that invites real learning and real growth. I want to stay on this accountability thing for a little bit longer. You know, when organizations hold people accountable, there is intolerance for low performance. I am not saying that people can't make mistakes. I just talked about mistakes being learning opportunities. What I am saying is that organizations committed to excellence have the expectation of solid, consistent performance. This comes with the recognition that everybody is not going to be an A player. Of course, they're going to be B players, but the C players, the people who are only mediocre, they're not tolerated when excellence is the goal you might be thinking about how to deal with a C player on your team. The first step is find out why they're not a high performer. What the heck's going on with them? Are there blocks or impediments in your systems? Is the job not the right fit? Are they burned out? You gotta find the reason before you can collaborate on a solution. And I say collaborate on a solution because imposed solutions usually aren't sustainable. It's important to have dialogue about why they're not performing well and how to turn that around. You'll need to develop a plan with clear expectations for performance improvement. Everybody deserves a chance to rise to the expected level of excellence. Now, as a leader, you have to monitor your own performance and hold yourself accountable, just like you're holding everybody else to these standards of excellence. Look, people can spot hypocrisy and they're not going to support leaders who aren't solid role models. Behavioral alignment is so critical. I'm getting ready to wrap up. And as I wrap up, I want to reiterate a few of the key points. The first is that commitment and dedication to excellence are bricks in the foundation. The goal is to build a culture that's focused on delivering stellar, Really stellar results. And I mean stellar results for employees, for end users, for shareholders, for all stakeholders. The results come when organizations measure what they're doing and how they're doing it. This measurement, it gives important data on best practices that can be replicated throughout the whole enterprise. And measurement includes paying close attention to individual performance. Who are the stars? Who needs a boost? Thinking about yourself, are you a leader who's modeling the commitment and dedication? What's your performance showing about your competencies? Where do you need to grow and develop? I mean, you as a leader and the organization. Growth and development happen on the individual and the organizational levels. They can't be like random and scattered all over the place, they have to be focused, intentional. And systematic. There is no escaping the accountability piece. Stockholders hold the enterprise accountable. End users and customers hold the enterprise accountable. That means that leaders have to hold themselves and their teams accountable. It means that there have to be frank conversations about performance. It means we can't make excuses for ourselves or for others. And that's hard, it's tough, but it's reality. I know that mentioning communication probably sounded a little trite, but messaging is important. Consistent messaging and continuous dialogue about excellence makes all the difference. Your messaging should provide clear examples of what excellence looks like. It should invite dialogue, dialogue that's really aimed at solutions. Your messaging should inspire people to support the mission and the goals of their business units and the bigger organization. Creating a culture of excellence requires attention to all organizational systems. If excellence isn't your focus, you are now facing systems-level challenges to create a new culture, a new climate, and new possibilities for your organization. And it's doable you can create an organization where high performance is the norm, where behaviors are aligned with what you espouse, and where there's continuous learning, development, and growth. All those factors are going to move you into the realm of excellence. And that, I know, is where you want to go. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.